Greetings, and welcome to the Talk With History podcast. I am your host, Scott, here with my wife and historian, Jen. Hello. On this podcast, we talk about history's continuing impact on us and our personal journey through YouTube as we continue to explore, record, and share our history walks with you. Real quick, before we get into our main topic, I want to lead off with our five-star question of the week. We're still looking for iTunes reviews out there. We're a couple episodes ahead. Haven't gotten quite any uh, five-star reviews, although there was a couple. There was two nice ones left on there by myself and by you, Jen. (laughs) So if you want to have a question answered on this podcast, I will do my best to answer it if you leave us a a review on iTunes. So please leave us a review. It helps the show grow and share this podcast. Now, the 1980s, was full of big hair, neon clothes, loud bands, and louder rock and roll. The band Poison helped define the crazy culture around those 1980s hair bands, and it had multiple big hits. But did you know that the lead singer of Poison was from a small town not far from Jen's hometown of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania? It's no wonder that my wife has always had a childhood crush on the man that sang for Poison, and he came from a small town called Mechanicsburg, PA. So, Jen, why don't you tell us about who we are talking about today? So, we are going to talk about um, Brett Michaels Sychek, and you would know him just as Brett Michaels. And I have always, when it comes down to the 80s hair bands that I love, Poison is number one. And because Brett Michaels is there, you know their front man he's number one but did you even know who brett michaels was before i i had zero clue who <laughs> brett michaels was and now i have seen brett michaels in concert in person at least three times yes yes we actually saw him like third row in san diego yeah that was pretty good the last time we saw him at a tiny little uh casino somewhere in mississippi yeah that was not very good <laughs> he's I thought it was good. he's getting a little long on the tooth yeah. He was like coughing and hacking up a lung. <laughs> he said he was getting over being sick. He was getting, okay, well, he's, he's been around for a while. <laughs> hey, it, was, it was very good. It was very loud, right? Because, you know, the audience, his audience, he knows his demographics. So he's got to yeah. turn the music up a little bit louder. But uh, no, I had no clue who Brett Michaels was. So why don't you tell us who he was? So he was just a small town Pennsylvania boy. So I from Pittsburgh and Brett Michaels was born in Butler, Pennsylvania, which is closer to Pittsburgh, but it's when he's five or six years old that his family moves to Mechanicsburg and Mechanicsburg is a little bit farther away from Pittsburgh. It's more towards Harrisburg. So it's yeah, more- and Mechanicsburg is a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger city, right? Yeah. And it's, it's, um, it's on the other side of the state. So it's closer to, Gettysburg, the eastern side of Pennsylvania, where Pittsburgh is the western side of Pennsylvania. So he's right. moving eastern. And uh, and he moved there because his dad was in the Army? Navy. Navy, mm-hmm. okay. Navy, go Oh, Navy. there we go. I, I, I like Brett Michaels just a little bit more now. <laughs> so, and, so that is where he's living when he gets diagnosed with diabetes. 
They take him to Harrisburg. They take him to the hospital there. He's sick at six years old and they can't figure out why. He takes him to the hospital. Then three weeks he's there and he gets diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. And if you know anything about Brett Michaels, he, he's pretty open about that yeah, diagnosis. Yeah. And, and so he, that's where he grows up. And he's just, I just take him as a small town Pennsylvania guy. Loves sports, loves the Steelers, loves to hunt, loves all those kind of Pennsylvania things. And he gets a band together. Now, we in the video... We go to his house on Hemlock Drive, which is easy to find the address. Yeah, we we so we we drove to Mechanicsburg on our way back from Washington D.C. Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. And we give a little history about Mechanicsburg, like why is it called Mechanicsburg? That was actually really interesting. Can you remind the Conestoga wagons when they would travel? West. Remind me what the Conestoga wagons were again. You know, when people would, the wagons, like when people would travel west across America to go homestead. Okay, so like back when people were actually discovering the Yeah, old wagons with wagon wheels. Mechanicsburg is usually the place people would stop to get things fixed. Yep. That's where the mechanics were. Yeah, I thought that was so interesting because it it makes so much sense. You're like, oh yeah, that makes a ton of sense. Yeah, very basic. Um, But we go to his home where he grew up he was there from the age of six to the age of 17. So from 1969 to 1981, because he's born in 1963, March 15th, 1963. So he does most of his high school there and everything. And he doesn't live there now. There's nobody connected to him there now, but that, that house faced a fire. That's right. So it was kind of rebuilt um, since he's lived there, but we just kind of stood outside there and talked yeah, about we, it. Yeah, we found his house. We found his old high school. Yeah, so we go to his high school. Yeah. So he went to Mechanicsburg Area High School, and he graduated. He's class of 1981, and it's at that time he puts together a band, and it's called Paris. That's right. And he gets some guys from high school, um, Ricky Rocket and... Um, Bobby Dahl. So now were were they from Mechanicsburg as well? Yeah, that area. Yeah, they yeah. were from the general area. And then another guy too, who eventually will leave to come back to Mechanicsburg from LA, and that's when CC will step in. Okay. And so they, they CC was the guitarist. The guitarist, where they have this huge. Yeah. It's one of those things that it's where the two people can't get along, but they make magic together, yeah. right? So I think it's that drama that you know that anxiety that you feel with each other can be like amazing and can also be terrifying it's like riding a wild horse yeah. you're just kind of like hanging on while you're hanging on it's like man that's incredible yes until someone gets bucked off yeah and then it can be toxic yeah um so and then it's so it's 1983 so they graduated high school 81 hanging around the area playing with their band paris in 83, then they had, they figure we need to go for it. We're going to go to L.A. So this is 84. Yeah, so this is like classic yeah. 80s movie, want to start a rock band, make it big. Oh, this yeah. is classic story. This go-go. is like 100% 80s. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm from nowhere, Pennsylvania. I got my band. We're going to Hollywood. Yeah. We're going to make it big. We're living in the van. We're going to the Sunset Strip. And we're going to play these places and we're going to hope that we make it big. And they do, right? And I, so that's their guitarist leaves because he wants to go back to Mechanicsburg, be with his girlfriend, I think. And then that's when CeCe steps in and becomes the guitarist. And they just make it, you know, they start. Yeah, and not only is their, their music 
big and loud and of the time and really good, but they kind of have the sh- a little bit of the shtick of like really kind of pritting themselves up, like really that almost metrosexual. Oh, so much. You know. So my one of my earliest memories is seeing the cover of Look What the Cat Dragged In. And yeah. if you ever saw that cover, it's the four of them. But so androgynous, right? You can't tell if it's a man or a woman. Yeah. And I just, I must have been like seven or eight, like looking at this cover and I couldn't tell. I knew they were guys because I heard their music. But I'm looking at this cover going, is, is that they... Is that a guy or? Because they're wearing makeup, they're all the stuff, and and Brett Michaels like, and and honestly, like Brett Michaels kind of came up with like the pouty face look, yeah, like that duck face, that little like (laughs) go look him up right. Some of his most famous pictures has that little pouty lips, things that like women do today, like that. Like he kind of came up with that. He did. He totally does it. Um, so we go, we go to his house, we go to the high school, and then we end up going to like the park where he would do the the community park where the pool was where the high school football field was because before they had a high school football field at their high school they actually played at that park so we go to that park so those are the places we go in mechanicsburg and talk about him but just the thing that i like about brett michael so yes we've seen him a lot i've seen him in san diego i've seen him in pittsburgh i've seen him in mississippi with you and then i saw him in memphis at graceland that's right and I went by myself, remember? And I had met some great people there, and I actually got to meet Brett Michaels, yep. and he actually brought me on stage for something to believe in, because I'm a veteran, I'm a Navy veteran. Yeah, that's like kind of what that song's about. Yes, and he loves veterans. Yep. He loves the military, and he was the nicest guy. Like, you, you, you can, you know, you imagine people are, but he really is genuine, nice, cared about what I had to say, was interested, it, like listening to me talk, like wasn't looking like he was done or needed to go yeah. somewhere, like yeah. really was the nicest guy. And, and even with uh, the first time I really got a, a true introduction to Brett Michaels was when he was on Rock of Love. Yes, 2007. 2007. We just got married. We had just been married. And so we just started watching the show. Like that's, <laughs> We actually watched that saying, show pretty ridiculous. If I wasn't married, Scott, I'd totally be on yeah, the show. Yeah, so, so he's on the show and he's like, Typical single, like you know, kind of still sort of a rock star, kind of past past that, um, you know. And, and again, that was early on with shows like that. Right? Yeah. There wasn't hadn't been too many shows. Quite no, like, like kind of like a bachelor kind of show, but it hadn't really been done. But so he's a genuine guy, and you yeah. can even see it on that show. You like can. he is interested. He likes women. Oh, for sure. He doesn't <laughs> make that. No, he he's there's no bones about it. Yeah, he he, likes... he was there for the pretty girls. <laughs> He likes women and he likes all women and he's very like equal opportunity women liker and he is open to talking to all of them and giving them all his time and he doesn't seem to like discriminate against any type of woman. So it's he seems totally like chill about that. He's done a lot of like he did cribs. So if you watch his cribs. okay, I don't think I saw that. He totally is again seems completely chill and he won Celebrity Apprentice. That's right. In 2010. With with then just Donald Trump. Yeah. He won pres- it. That's right. I All forgot the celebrities. about celebrities. Oh, he, my gosh. Again, I think that genuine goodness that he's just a good guy comes out. Yeah. And he he won that whole show. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. So, so now, Jen, I have to ask you something. Do you remember kind of my initial introduction to 80s music 
Oh my gosh. Through you. <laughs> the CDs I bought you. Yes. <laughs> so for those who, who are listening who aren't familiar with Jen and I, right? So she's a, she's a couple years older than me. And I'm so, a I'm not a so, so she introduced me to 80s music. And she gave me a couple CDs. And one of them was Chicago. I don't even remember. Sticks. Sticks. And Classic so 80s. she so so like <laughs> of the time right when we first started dating yeah. right there nobody really had like iPods or anything like that yet, and so we had CDs and so she was so she circled hey listen to these songs these are the classic sticks ones these this is you gave me a couple of CDs yeah. so I'm driving up to see from San Diego up to see to visit my mom I think up in the LA area my my mom or dad or something like that and I, and I start playing sticks and you, one of the ones you circled was Babe. It's like this. So it's the second song on the CD. So first of all, you pick that CD first, yeah. and it's the second song on the CD. And I don't, I don't know any of these bands. Yes, none whatsoever. And so, Babe, it's it's a it's a kind of power ballad love song. Yeah, I mean, it is Styx's song. Right, that song is Styx's song. And it, it's a great song now that I know it. But at the time, <laughs> we were relatively newly dating. We had been dating for a month. And this was Christmas, so I had gotten you these CDs for Christmas. She, would, she had gotten me these CDs and said, listen to them. <laughs> and so I'm driving down the 10 freeway. I'm driving on the 10 West. <laughs> you had this, had this, had the CD in. I'm driving in my 1998 Pathfinder, yeah. right? I'm driving on the 10 West. And if you know the lyrics of Babe. And if you know the lyrics of Babe, and it's like, Babe, I love you, whatever, whatever. And so I'm hearing these lyrics, and I freak <laughs> out. And I freak out. And I'm like, oh, my God. And here I am, 22, 23 years old, just dating you for a month. And she, I was like, she's giving me love songs. So I freak out. So I take all two or three CDs, and I literally throw them out of my window yeah. on the 10 freeway. And I was just like, I, I, I panicked. I had a little panic attack. I got you Journey, I think. Yeah. I forget what other ones. I think I got you meatloaf. Yeah. I don't remember what you got me because they are dust somewhere oh on the God. 10 freeway. You were so funny. So I think you called me and you had said something like that. And I was like, what? And you were like, yeah, that stick song, babe. I'm like, babe, yeah, it's a great song. And you're like, you know the lyrics. I'm like, yeah, that, you know, it's a love ballad. It's one of those 80s love ballads. And yeah, he's like, I just did not. Were you understand. trying to say that to me? And I was like, no. Yeah, I did not understand <laughs> the music or the times or anything. I was, I was quite young and naive. Yeah, it was funny. Um, so that was my introduction, really, to to 80s music. And then eventually we listened to it together more. And I found the I found bands like Poison yes. and White Snake. And you loved White Snake. And, and like so, I found those like a little bit harder. Mm -hmm. I wasn't as much as a power power yeah. power ballad guy. But this video was so much fun because it really, honestly, wasn't really for the history. We did it just because we wanted to do it. And that's yeah. and that's part of the fun of doing YouTube and doing these videos. And if you're listening to this for some of our what we're learning through YouTube, sometimes you just have to make a video that might be close, right? We we touched on some history, Mechanicsburg, and right? And his life. Yeah. And and his life. And we even joked like, hey, we hesitate to call this history, but here we are in the hometown of our but favorite. If you have someone that you there. love, like a, a band that you love that you're, you always wonder where they started, right? where they, you know, all come together yep. at. 
that's kind of historic. I mean, you can think about big bands. I mean, Poison is by no means like a huge influencer like the Beatles or right. something. But people want to know how those people come together. And even Beatles songs, right? People will find out where those names come from and sure i mean it's a little bit of like vh on vh1 like behind the music yes it was a much it was very much like behind the music we were kind of doing behind the music and so when we go to the park brett's father had recently passed away wally sidecheck i mean literally just like a year prior so he passed away the same month and year as my dad yeah and um and you can find these things online. You can find where his father is buried. You can, and I didn't want to go there, but you can. And so I actually put the flags. And his father's in the Navy, so yep. important to us. And he did the same thing for his father's wake that I did. Told everyone to wear Steelers gear, yep. right? And we did the same thing for my dad. Yeah. So I just felt this kind of connection. So we brought a f- some flags. And put them in the park. Yeah, we didn't want to go to the grave. Yeah, we just didn't think that was appropriate. Um, And his family still lives close by. They live in Camp Hill, which is close to Mechanicsburg. So his mom and his stepdad, they still live close by. And he visits like all the time. If you follow him on Facebook or Instagram, like he goes to his mom's house a lot because he visits his dad's grave a lot. Um, But yeah, I mean, I followed him so much. Like, so he... Brett has kind of dabbled in things and he dabbled in movies and he made this movie called A Letter from Death Row and I like own it. It's, Don't you have like the poster of it or something? I have I have the movie. You have the DVD. I have the DVD. That's right. And I have a DVD of all the Poison videos. Yeah, this movie is terrible. And it's funny because he's really good friends with Charlie Sheen. Like they would party together. So yeah. Charlie Sheen is in the movie and he's good. Yeah. But somehow they got Martin Sheen to be in it too. And he plays Brett's dad. And yeah. that's like the only good scene in the whole movie. That's where he's in it. Is where Charlie Martin Sheen's in it. I'm like, oh, you can tell who the real actor are. Yeah. And, um, and, but his wife is in it or his long-term girlfriend, Christy, is in it. And that's also the mother of his daughters. Okay. So when we saw him in San Diego, I remember he brought his daughters out on stage. They were yeah, young sorta. then. And then when I saw him again in Memphis, his daughter, she goes to, I think, Vanderbilt. Oh, wow. So she was there. Okay. So it, I've, I feel like I've grown up with Brett Michaels. Like well, was, you have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've even made some friends that are kind of like oh, Brett Michaels yeah. groupies and stuff. Oh, I've met some groupies and yeah. we still are in touch. Yeah. And we still can't wait to go to another concert. That just cracked me up. And, uh, but he's done a lot of stuff with the military. I just really appreciate him. And so I, I like to just put the word out about him. Like, don't forget him. But I, I know after you saw him in Mississippi, I'm on my own now. You are on <laughs> your own if you ever want to go see Brett Michaels live. Unless he wants to do like something at a small bar that's more acoustic or yeah. something. But you were you were on your own. So yeah, this this was just a fun one to do because we drove around kind of a small town in Pennsylvania. It was on the way back. And it honestly it was just kind of fun to do. Um, yeah, we let the kids have a break. Yep. Right? They ran around that park and played on the playground. Yeah. And so we were able to film around. Yeah, we saw Brett Michaels like favorite pizza shop. Yeah. And you know, we just we it was it was very neat. And so Brett Michaels, so he started in a small town, but he dreamed big and, and brought his dreams to life on the world stage that was the rock and roll of the nineteen eighties. 
And not only did he eventually capture Jen's heart, but he continues to capture the heart of his fans and us through his support of the military, his hometown ethics, Steeler fandom, and yes, every time we hear him sing, every rose has its thorn, we think of him and the man poison. So... Thank you for listening to the Talk With History podcast today. Please reach out to us at our website, talkwithhistory.com. That's talkwithhistory.com. But more importantly, if you know someone that might enjoy this podcast, particularly if they are a Brett Michaels fan or a fan of 1980s hairband music, please share this with them, that we grow through you, our fans, through our listeners. Tell them to look up the Talk With History podcast, or better yet, text them a direct link to today's episode anywhere that you get podcasts. We rely on you, our community, to grow, and we appreciate you all every day. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you.